like to pay a couple respects to the people that made me what I am today. It's all my love. It's all my love. The quiet mind. It's all my love. Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three expats discuss education, culture, and life on the Korean Peninsula. I'm Jack, and I'm here with Kevin and Ryan. Guys, how are you doing this evening? Evening. Doing good. All right. Excellent. Uh, Happy birthday, Ryan. Uh, I hope. uh, Thank you. I didn't. uh, cross the line there or anything but uh uh no not at all not okay, at all okay nice nice um roll up a newspaper and uh hit us on the nose because uh we're getting into the garbage tonight okay um i know this is <laughs> terrible. I, I i wrote that about uh 10 hours ago and i, I couldn't wait to say it um yeah, but uh yeah we're talking uh we're without talking you trash. we wouldn't have any puns in this podcast and, and i'm, I'm <laughs> glad that you're here to keep us with the puns right i mean what what would you guys do without my without my uh my dad i, I honestly don't know you know yeah it's uh it's 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 once you have a kid you're you you just have carte blanche uh dad joke uh uh you know freedom so it's uh it's 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 a very, it's very liberating very liberating um, the reason to have kids <laughs> continue <laughs> <laughs> sorry all right yeah uh yeah let's uh let's i digress and we'll come back to uh our topic which is uh we're talking about uh garbage and uh trash collection and and um you know how uh the the system works in in korea and this is for i think you know for those of those of our listeners that are you know thinking about coming to korea um those that have just arrived and uh even those that are already here might find this uh, a little bit interesting um, because there is a, a method to the madness. Uh, it, it, it's just that um, it, it takes a little while to kind of get used to it. Um, and uh, I think there's, um, you know, there's a, uh, there's, a, there's a good reason they kind of switched over to the current system and we'll, we'll uh, get into that a little bit later. Um, but first, I thought what I'd like to do, and you guys can, uh, you know, feel free to uh, interject and, and uh, you know, interrupt me anytime. But I wanted to just talk about uh, what the uh, uh, garbage disposal system is like here in Korea. And so what they have, it's called the, uh, and Kevin, you can help me with this, uh, Jongyangji system. Have you heard that before? Jongyangji? Jongyangji. Jongyangji. Um, yeah, it's the uh, well. What what the system is is there's like there's there's common garbage. So you have uh, uh, ilban seregi, which is uh, uh, common garbage, and then you have uh, the umshik mul seregi, which is the uh, food garbage waste, and uh, and then you have uh, the jehwal yongpum, which is uh, large waste objects like desks and chairs and things like that. And uh, we, in Korea, those things are all separated and uh, require uh, either different uh, types of, of bags uh, or uh, stickers. So the big stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, for the big stuff, uh, there are stickers. And so uh, I'll just go, the, start with the food waste is the uh, seregi, the seregi bongtu, uh, or the umshik seregi bongtu is uh comes in the three liter five liter and 10 liter bag and uh you can throw uh you know if you're you know uh whatever food waste uh that you have you know I, what what did you guys do when you're growing up wh- where did food waste go 
conversation. Grew up in the countryside, so like, yeah, I'm in. Fr- I'm from a little town in Wisconsin. I mean, Jack, you're from a smaller town too, aren't you? Are well, you from I'm from, I'm from the Minnesota? suburbs of of uh, Minnesota, like Minneapolis and St. Paul. So ah, okay, okay. So I grew up. I grew up in like northeastern Wisconsin, in the middle of nowhere. My my town's unincorporated. It's tiny. So when it came to food waste, uh, you know, we had a garbage disposal. We didn't like to use it. I remember my mom didn't, uh, not just my mom, I mean, he didn't like it. It was, oh, I don't know. The blades don't work, whatever. Just whatever. Yeah, it gets stuck so we had a garden. And, yeah. We compost is the short answer. There you go. So oh, we compost okay. or if, if something's kind of burdensome, like you don't compost bones. So those go into the trash. Yeah, you know, actually, I've realized over the years, I in Korea, I I haven't been disposing properly of food garbage. Um, I I guess I just <laughs> put the wrong myself. things. Yeah, well, because it's you know, I mean, there's I have a list right here of like the the things that you're uh, that are not acceptable, and it's honestly if I the things that I know that are not acceptable are like bones and eggshells primarily. That's what, usually what we like. Yeah, throw bones, separately. Uh, it says bones and feathers, but I don't think anyone's uh, skinning a, a, a chicken uh, in their in their uh, kitchen. Well, maybe Ryan. I don't know. If if any of the three of us you never know, dude. It, yeah, I it's, it's I, gonna uh, be Ryan. I'm, stu- I'm stuffing I'm stuffing pillows over here. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. making down uh, <laughs> down comforters and and uh, jackets. Yeah. Why not, man? Um, hey, you want a pillow? I got it. <laughs> I'll I'll take a down pillow any day. That'd be great. Um, the uh, you know shells and stuff like that, uh, uh, seafood shells. Uh, you you should yeah, not, uh, put those in there. Um, but it also says like uh, seeds, uh, persimmon seeds, um, uh, chestnuts, peanuts, walnuts, uh, coconuts, um, things like that uh, are not acceptable as uh, food waste. So that was uh, kind of interesting. I don't know why. Small nuts kind of surprised me. Big nuts like coconuts. That makes sense. I mean, that, that's not going to turn into anything. Yeah. And uh, like, and the re like the reason they do the, the food bag separation is because of like what, you know, Ryan, you growing up in the countryside, it's for composting. They take this and they actually use it to make, to uh, replenish the ground for crops. Is, am I mistaken about that? Or that was my assumption. Yeah. So I, I assumed that too, when I arrived here ages ago, and I, I still wonder and I still have yet to get a clear answer. If anybody's listening, if you give me an answer, I'd love to hear it. The not being able to compost things like eggshells. Um, it like doesn't make sense. The, it's, yeah, it's like an, an eggshell. I mean, I can just in my hand and like the first, I didn't hear compost when I first heard of like separating the food waste, which I was impressed by because I came from a city that didn't do this. And, um, you know, when I was in graduate school, so this was really cool to me to see the waste separation and yeah. I had to go down the elevator. I was in an apartment building. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, office tell is the first unit that I had that I was living in. So I would go downstairs and it's like all kind of, uh, it's, it's impressive to, you know, have all these different, um, uh, segments for your for your wastes and everything and it seemed really efficient but I really wondered what was up with the the food waste and when I asked friends they told me oh it's because they feed it to animals um specifically oh, to pigs probably yeah, pigs, pig, right? pigs was the one thing yeah. and like I well, I'm from northeast Wisconsin so we don't really have pigs we have cows but I've seen pigs I've been been around a few pigs and yeah. a pig does not mind an eggshell 
that, that's not a thing. <laughs> like a, yeah. a pig will right. eat an eggshell very happily and not even know it ate an eggshell. So right. um, I think there's something more to it. Um, I'm sure there's a reason why that, that policy exists, but maybe, maybe there's some like the... foodborne bacteria or something in the eggshell. I, I don't know. I see. Yeah. I didn't realize it was, I didn't realize <laughs> actually, you know what? I, I highlighted this right here. It says the suggested rule of thumb is to include only what animals can eat as food waste. So I'm, I'm assuming that that means that, that, seeds, that seeds should, or should be okay for that though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, strange. Yeah, it's weird. I I uh, I gotta be more I gotta be more careful about what I uh, include in food waste because I just kind of figured if it's like you know if if it's if I'm not eating it I just chuck it you know in uh, you know peels and all that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, okay, so uh, yeah, and those bet those are the orange. I, I don't know if they're orange where you guys live. Are 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 your uh, food garbage bags orange? Um, yellow. Oh, uh, you have yellow. Okay, so it's each municipality. We actually has don't like even different... use bags here. We have. Have you seen the buckets instead? No. Yeah, he's in the countryside. He's a little outside the city. So oh, he's got okay. A bucket. You have. Oh, a I mean, we also have a building. Yeah, but you you have a you have a building, right? So like, it doesn't matter. I think it's just probably... because I think we just have enough. Like, like that's what uh, my mother-in-law uses is, is the bucket, and it's just so instead of buying a bag, it's just a reusable. It's a small bucket. It's like three or five liters. And you just put a sticker on it and the, and like the sticker is the payment. So it's like whenever uh, your bucket is full, you put a yeah. sticker on it. So it. this this one I know this one I know from Itaewon when I used to live there. So if you're in a smaller building, you can do the bucket like thing. Um, but if if you're not collaborating with enough people or whatever, if you just have your own stuff, basically it's like size. So if you have like one liter, two liter, whatever, you can get plastic. That's just bags, not worth it unless you, you have can, enough. Yeah, right. So like when I lived in Itaewon, I was in a five story building and we had the bucket for a while. And then I don't know, whoever was managing got sick of emptying it. There was too much garbage. And they rolled over and just said, hey, everybody needs to do their own. Here I live in a house. It's just two residences. So it's ours up here. And then uh, there's a single grandmother that lives downstairs and she has the whole floor. Yet we still separate. And I think it's just because of like lack of interest to collaborate or something like yeah, that yeah yeah well we we do you know we in the summer we buy the we i buy the these resin bags so i'm, I'm assuming these resin bags are uh, biodegradable the the ones that they uh, uh sell um and uh in the summer we buy the three liter because you know you don't want to leave your food garbage uh too long uh you know it just kind of sits in the sink and then in the winter I might uh, bump it up to five liters, which buys me a little bit more time, less, you know, fewer trips down to the, uh, uh, but there's just a big giant food garbage bin basically. And you just throw the bag inside there. And uh, that's how they, that's how we do it here in, in uh, Pyeongtaek. But uh, what I used to do when we, when we were living in a smaller place without like the parents here and, and we would have the bags just so you know, like I would, uh, it, so you don't have to deal with like food waste, just, you know, like that shitty liquid Warming. Oh, Just I put know. Your, yeah. But put your food waste bag in the freezer until it fills up. Oh. Instead That's of keeping it in the sink, keep okay. it in the like. Yeah, put your I bag, did that. Like, I did that in the office till. Yeah, yeah, I was on the twenty-second floor. Yeah, that was like, yeah, excellent advice. You don't like <laughs> the uh, down you, know, every day. you don't like the drip of the the the, the brown liquid that, that kind of uh, uh, floats into the down the drain every time you uh, run water in the sink. 
or uh, pick up. I mean, if, if you're into that, yeah, it's really. I mean, I, it, again, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. When I when I came to Korea and I I realized that we have to separate food garbage, I was like, that's crazy. Like this is too. This is way over the top, you know. Uh, but over time, I came to kind of appreciate that. Like, you know what? I'm. Uh, it makes me feel good. Like I'm doing something uh, to help the environment, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, I, I, I'm, uh, I, I'm, uh, converted, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a no, I'm, so, I'm a fan of the, the yeah. trash separation in general here for sure. And the food waste is good. My first year here, I didn't really have to mess with it because I never cooked. <laughs> so <laughs> right, I, right, I had right. no food waste. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a hassle until you get used to it, but it, it's yeah. it's a good idea. It works. Um, well, let's talk about let's talk about recycling then, because we're we're kind of going through. We're let's just hit like the the big ones here. So it says recycling is mandatory, and recycled items can be disposed of in any clear plastic bag. Um, but they uh, now this is something that uh, I might be guilty of as well. It says please rinse or wash before disposing co- containers. So. If you drink a soda or something, do you just, do you peel the label off? Do you rinse it out and squash it and then put it in a, uh, you know, and then recycle it? Or do you just kind of chuck it in the, I usually have like a box from Costco that's our recycle box. And then we just throw plastic in there and paper. My my wife is really, really good at this like really good at it so i mean we'll wash out like our milk containers before we before we take them out so that and then we break down the paper um um, for plastic bottles yeah we definitely take the labels off by the way in in my research for for today um i i found something as well that i think it's just an article from yes two days ago um that they're gonna start having a, a bigger penalty for not recycling your transparent water bottles correctly. Yes. By not separating everything. So three hundred thousand. So be careful. Won. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful bucks. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, be careful because uh, I I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, it could be uh, apocryphal. But um, I heard that there are like uh, spies, like people will kind of inform on others who are not disposing of their garbage properly and there's like a little reward have you have you heard that before or am i just making this up this wouldn't surprise me it's it's probably practical i can see that yeah yeah i haven't heard Um, of it i'm wondering if uh, so you see like you never know you could uh you know uh you could get get busted by uh, a neighbor or somebody who's uh i don't know secretly recording you uh, throw, not, a little off topic. I, I don't know how I feel about that in general. I both agree and disagree with it at the same time. I, I hate the the 1984 aspect of yeah, it's so narky, narking right? on your neighbors. Yeah, right. Yeah. But at the same time, this isn't narking on your neighbors for like having a late night party and like hanging out. This is like narking on them for destroying the environment. So yeah. I don't really feel so bad about this specific one. Like, I I don't know if I would do it or not. I might. Like, if I if I saw someone that was constantly just throwing away their trash wrong and i knew that there was a reward that i could get yeah, i'd probably do it if they were having a late night party one night I'd, yeah. i wouldn't call the cops on them immediately though like there's there's some things that I, I guess i might be okay with narking on but it is it does feel weird it does feel a bit big brothery yeah it um, uh, there it's it, it, i i'm of two minds of it with it too you know it, it's same. kind of yeah. uh, i guess it depends on which end of the uh <laughs> you're on you know am of i course. getting paid uh or am i uh paying yeah. fine 
Um, did you guys want to talk about like the efficiency of the system? Like there was a video that Jack, did you share it or Kevin? Looking at the, uh, I think it was it was specifically the food waste the food right. and how they dry and pulp. Yeah, was it yours, Kevin? Did you send that? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so that they they dry it, whatever, and they grind it, powderize it, whatever. The thing that caught me in that article um, was like two things. One was the effort was really impressive. The amount of effort they did to uh, coordinate the whole country to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that that was yeah. uh, impressive. Um, in like a negative way, I guess, uh, not negative, but the other thing that, that impressed me or gave me an impression was that the system's not efficient um, at all and it actually wastes money currently. So there's actually not a path to profitability for the, oh, it's also, it's a private company. It's a private mm -hmm. company that is contracting with the government. And so they're surviving off of subsidies, which is our tax dollars to create this program, which actually does, is not, has no path to profitability. That was like the final line of the video was basically like, uh, this is in jeopardy, it's in, per in peril. Like it, we don't know where this is gonna go because they're not doing really well with that system. So coming from um, America where I was, um, I've seen different systems. I lived in a few different cities. I've lived in the West Coast, I lived in the East Coast. When I was in Boston, uh, way back in like, when I was like 21 years old, I remember working at um, a pizzeria, uh, I was a cook, and this is like 2001. I remember we had cans for tomatoes to make the tomato sauce. We didn't use fresh tomatoes. I won't, I won't say the name <laughs> of the pizzeria, but uh, it's a fact. It was Gino's, right? Tomatoes. Gino's Pizzeria? I knew it. <laughs> I will say this, any, anyone, anyone listening that wants to sleuth this out to know where, they sh where, the, where, it was, where we were copping out, we were ranked at, in the Culinary Guide Best of Boston as the number one sauce for our pizza, which is ironic because it was canned <laughs> tomatoes. Yeah, secret. I Google number Inside one secret. sauce in Boston. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, go find it, go find it. So uh, I remember um, I had moved there uh, from Wisconsin. So that's before I lived in the West Coast. But I was, I was impressed by the fact that when we use those big cans of tomatoes, we took the cans and they just went in the trash. Straight yeah, the trash. that's what and, we did too in Minnesota. We just threw, yeah. everything goes in a big giant hefty bag. There's no separation. Yeah, it was everything, just, everything together. Yeah. And it was something like restaurants could do it in Boston. But if you were like, maybe they paid a fee to be able to do that. But like mm -hmm. um, in our apartment, I think we had to separate just general recyclables with, I don't remember, whatever it was. But the restaurant had that ability. So going from something like that and then like several years later coming to Korea and having everything separated, it's a, a tremendous amount of effort going into it. So I wonder what the payoff is. You know, Korea, as everybody knows, has a very limited amount of uh, land. There's not, I mean, I don't know how many landfills yes. are in Korea. How many could there yes. be? Well, you know, let how, me, much, how many square miles are landfill in this country? It can't be much. I think uh, I might be able to help you with a little bit of this uh, because I, there, there's an article right here. It's uh, the, the title is, um, and I, I can link the, uh, the title, the, uh, these articles uh, later in the uh, uh, comment section or whatever. But uh, it says, don't talk trash about Korea's waste management system. And uh, it starts with like, uh, the article starts with one of the, you know, the frustrations that I think we've all uh, encountered is like, you, we, you can't find a garbage bin anywhere. You're just walking around and you want to throw oh, your yeah. cup away. And you're just like, 
you, you keep walking and you keep walking and you're like, eventually I'm <laughs> going to have to come across a, a bin somewhere and you just cannot find one. And it's, it's, it's crazy, you know? Um, and uh, I, you end up, what I end up doing or what I've seen most people do is that you end up finding a pile that someone has started. Or right? find, it's like, totally illegal bag. too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, there's someone who already set out their trash bag and that trash bag becomes the start of a pile of trash. So it's like, I, I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, Yes, I'm littering, but at the same time, I'm littering in an organized fashion. <laughs> but I think the funny thing is it always starts with like a cup and then somebody balances something on top of the cup. And then it's just right. like a pyramid yeah, right. of garbage that, that emanates from like one single cup on the ground. No, man, I, I'm totally, I'm totally guilty of this. I'll come back from my run, whatever, you know, like, and I've, I've got like either like, um, I don't run with a water pack. I'll, I'll have a, a bottle sometimes in my, my uh, backpack bag. And or like at the end of the run, I'll grab a Gatorade or something and, you know, you just slam it. And then as I'm going home, you know, you see a garbage bag that's like loosely tied. Yes. You kind of you kind of go for the hole. You know, you're kind of like hmm, it's in there. Wait, 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 wait. That's not for bottles. That's not, you know, but whatever, you know, I put it by the trash. Yeah, that's I'm, 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 even I'm, trash. Guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Guys, I'm 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 going to I'm sorry, Ryan. I don't mean to try to one up you, but uh I, Please do. <laughs> uh, I take my dog for a walk in our neighborhood and uh, for whatever, you know, uh, you know, do my dog loves to shit at this one place in the park and I'm a good dog He's owner. I always, I have, I have multiple plastic bags, but I walk around with that thing and I'm like, there's no bin at the park. So I'm holding a bag of shit and I'm walking around trying to find a bin. And I always find that one garbage bag where somebody didn't tie the, the second part of it. And it's a little bit loose. Right. I just get it in there and it's not my problem anymore. You know what I mean? Like I uh, yep. wash my hands a bit and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Jack, if you, <laughs> I, I, I think I mentioned that my wife is like the, the queen of recycling of anyone I know. Our, our dogs' uh, poop bags, we've actually gotten to the point now where we, we take out a, uh, a bit of tissue and pick up the poo with that because you're supposed to like wipe the street off as well just a little bit so there's not too much remaining. But then when we get home, we, um, my wife has started dumping out the shit into the, the toilet and then we use the bag again. Oh. Um, to, oh to recycle our, our yeah, plastic dude, we want no, to just no. use plastic um, as much as possible. No. Well, well, I uh, I stand corrected. I I I, I did yeah. not trump you, Ryan. I uh, recycling. Uh, I didn't see that bags, coming. I didn't that see it is, coming. I didn't see that it is almost that almost crosses a line, Kevin. I'm not sure if uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I, I, I very bags, much you know. admire my wife's <laughs> desire to, to animal save the environment. <laughs> all right. So uh, all right, we we uh, I brought this down to uh, uh, the level of uh, excrement, so I'm going to bring it back up to uh, <laughs> a more respectable level of just regular garbage. But um, so this is this is kind of interesting. Like um, solid waste increased 600 uh, percent from 12,000 tons in 1970 to 84,000 tons in 1990. Um, so in 1995. Uh, Korea implemented the uh, uh, VBWF, which is the volume-based waste fee. So basically, mm. you pay as you play. You know what I mean? So as much garbage as you use, uh, you're going to pay for it. Now, of course, this is what ha what happens is people start arbitrage trading on this by going to the public bins. And, you know, I'm not going to pay if I can throw it away at the park. 
Um, and so what is, what's the response? Well, we're going to take away the garbage bin at the park so that the people can't offload the offset that cost onto the city. And now we've I've, I've heard that as a reason. Yeah, I've heard that as a reason why there's there's fewer bins. Yeah, I think that's that what was, I mean. That was what always just made sense for me. Like it just mm -hmm. I I just figured like I, I just can imagine the older Korean Ajmas being like, I'm gonna take my trash out and throw it away here so that I don't have to throw, you know, and pay the extra chonon for, yeah. for the bag. The funny thing thrifty. about that though is although that's that's the logical argument that I came to, um, my wife has often told me that the reason that there's no uh, or very few uh, trash cans on the streets of Korea is because of terrorist threats. Apparently at some points in the 90s, early 2000s, don't quote me on that, um, there was like a bomb in a trash can or something like that. And so they, they took out all of the trash cans of the city to avoid bombs and trash cans. And that's what she's told me many times as well. Now, although I don't necessarily doubt that as true, that doesn't, the, your reason and the, the, the paying for trash just seems like more logical of why they get rid of all of them in, in the city. Yeah, it's, it says, uh, according to this article, it says when Seoul adopted the VBWF system, the number of garbage bins were also trimmed over time, yeah. uh, especially in residential areas. Um, so I, it went from uh, 7,600 garbage bins in Seoul, but that number dropped by almost half um, after the introduction um, uh, of the, v, the VBWF, the volume-based uh, waste management system. And... Uh, you know, um, I, I mean, I guess there's there's going to be a, a push and a pull or, you know, like for every I, the thing I the, the thing I wanted to ask you guys about is like, do you do you consider the, the this this system like a regressive taxation? I mean, do you think that, you know, by because everybody, regardless of salary or whatever, however much money you make, has to pay for their own uh, waste. And it's not, there's no, it's not, it's not based on progressive taxation where, you know, like if people earned a lot more money, they'd be contributing more in tax dollars to, uh, you know, garbage disposal. But instead, everybody is basically, it's basically a flat tax on everyone. Um, how, how do you guys feel about that? Are you, uh, are you okay with that? Or does that, uh, you know, I mean, I never really thought about it in that specific way. I guess you're right. Mm -hmm. It is it's a, it's a small benefit to the rich people because they're paying the same amount of, of taxes, quote unquote, that I'm, I'm paying for trash. Yeah. But in the end, I mean, I, I never, when I came to Korea, I was always amazed at how the garbage system worked here because I was like, this is brilliant. I didn't realize at the time, I don't think I realized for a really long time that it was illegal to throw away recyclables. You know, like I thought if I wanted to, I could chuck my, my glass and my plastic into my trash bag. Mm -hmm. But then I'd be paying more for it. And so it just made logical sense that I would recycle because recycling is free, right? I can just take this outside, but I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. And trash I have to pay for. And so I, I love the system because it, it forces people to recycle. As a tax thing, like you're saying, yeah, that's an interesting point. But overall, I still think the system is far better than in the States where people just don't recycle because there's almost no incentive to recycle in the States. When I was a, new, a university student, I'm from a, a hippie town in Arizona. Like still most people that I knew didn't recycle very well because it was a pain in the ass. Like yeah. if you wanted to recycle your cans, you had to take them to the center. Um, and, and here you, you, it's all, you have to recycle because you save money to do it. There's a, a very 
obvious well, incentive. The, the proof is so. kind of in the pudding. It says right here, by 2004, 10 years after the system was introduced, uh, waste generation per day was down to 50,000 tons per day, 14% less than 1994. So, That's fantastic. Yeah, so they're actually, it, it, you know, if, if they're... Uh, uh, if their goal was to reduce, you know, to make people, uh, you know, think twice about, uh, you know, uh, recycling, it seemed to have a, the, a positive effect. Um, mm -hmm. But like yeah. what Ryan said, I don't know, it, it sounds like it might not be financially sustainable, though, they might be, you know, still in the deficit. Yeah. I, I couldn't find it to, to comment on you. To comment on the, the taxation concept, like, I might run contrary to, to either of you guys or anybody listening. I don't know, but I'm generally not to get too much into my own personal politics, but I'm for a flat tax rate for everyone. Um, provided that we have regulation that ensures everybody pays the flat tax rate. I don't think if you make more money, um, you should be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor um, relatively incrementally with how much money you gain. But it's interesting when you bring up something like uh, waste, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's different to say that, okay, I've earned twice as much as you. I can own twice as much house as you. I can buy two cars instead of one. Um, I can enjoy twice as many uh, pina coladas. Fine. That, that makes sense. Provide everybody's paying their fair share. Um, it's the same tax rate. But when it comes to an issue of waste, and then you're talking about something that affects everyone. Right, so it's a social responsibility. Yeah, then it gets interesting. Then it gets interesting. So just because I'm able to afford tax in a way that you don't, does that mean that I can just bludgeon the environment because I feel like it? That doesn't sound right. Mm -hmm. So well, I mean, that's kind of how like the rich do things anyway, <laughs> in general, <laughs> or whatever. But I don't agree yeah. with that. But I think I think the um, I think the system in Korea. Uh, I think it addresses that pretty well. I, with recycling, regards to recycling, like mm -hmm. I see every skyscraper has the same recycling bins that I have in my little favela here. <laughs> it's, it's the same. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody's getting away with, uh, you know, I'm gonna throw away my garbage on the street because I'm rich. I don't, I don't, I don't see that as a thing that's happening. You know, I mean, like, that's, the, that's the funny thing is like rich people probably, you know, they, they only eat as much as, you know, like they can only use as much toilet paper as one person can use. I, do they even use toilet paper? They yeah. probably have a bidet, you know, so uh, they don't even have to deal with yeah, it. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, you make an interesting point. I, I, I don't really have an answer for it. I, I, I do consider it a regressive tax, but then on the same respect, if they seem to be doing a better job with their recycling waste than, than we are in the States, uh, it seems like yeah. they just dump it all right. in the landfill, you know? So oh, for sure. The States doesn't really yeah. care. I mean, they've got the space, so they're just like, screw it. Like, yeah. just, just dump all your shit. And very little I, reason I, to recycle or it's, in being, it's being sent away a lot of it's being sent away isn't it also in korea um like they don't but, we, in america we don't really fill the landfills right it's also being like shipped to china isn't that the i don't i don't yeah, know i, I think don't know uh they yeah. used to take it and now they're not taking it anymore um and so there's there uh certain there was like a lower quality uh, plastic that they that china used to uh take uh and they stopped it a couple of years ago or a year ago or so and uh so mm -hmm. 
yeah, there's uh, Indonesia is shipping uh, waste back to the United States right now because they uh, uh, they're, they said they're not taking anymore. And so there's there's a lot of uh, we're in a, we're in a real kind of uh, uh, I think inflection point when it comes to uh, waste and especially when it comes to plastic. And uh, so I've got I've got this chart, and uh, this is really interesting. And I, I want to know what you guys think about this. Um, the uh, uh, it says total plastic waste generation, and the the the, uh, the the latest I could find was 2016, um, but it said uh, 42 million metric tons of plastic waste uh, is uh, produced in the United States as of 2016, and. Uh, India was number two, China was number three. So with, with 26, India was with 26. So we're- India and uh, China were, were less than the US in total? Total, total plastic waste plastic. generation, yeah. Uh, I know that was wow. shocking to me, but- um, Not per capita, but total, that's, that's crazy. Well, per capita is interesting. Uh, United crazy. States, 130 kilograms per person per year. Of plastic, uh, Jesus. Of plastic waste. Um, United Kingdom, 98 kilograms. Number three, South Korea, 88 kilograms per person per year. So Korea is in the top three of the, of, of the uh, I guess, the um, uh, using, the, you know, uh, plastic waste. And, uh, I, you know, I, you know, almost, it, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, the, the, yeah. the article, the other article that I sent to you guys about the oceans in Korea just being like flooded with plastics um, is, is ridiculous oh, yeah. here, like compared to other places. Um, so, and yeah, I, I wonder what it's at now. It'd be interesting to see, although I mean, I'm sure this is different around the world. It's gone up, especially over the last year with everyone ordering delivery where the plastics, yes. you know, like everyone is just using more and more and more plastics. Everything you order now is just plastic shit. Oh yeah, it blows It blows my mind, man. Like yeah. we get uh, coupon here like every day, pretty much. I love coupon, <clears throat> great service, great company, awesome. Uh, but man, every day I get a package, boxes like this big, and you know the story, you open it up, it's inside of another box, inside of that box is a plastic yeah. bag, inside of that plastic bag, there's some cooling pack, Next to the cooling pack, there's like my little, you know, package of strawberries. It's like this big. <laughs> I know. You know. And I got like all this waste. The waste, the waste is bigger than the package. It's insane. But by, <sighs> by physical If home, you're ordering food, Curly Market is pretty good. It's all um, paper waste. There's, yeah, there's we use no that too. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just like impossible to avoid. It. I mean, it's just everything is. So now when it comes to when it comes to uh when you're talking about water waste now how much of that plastic ends up in the ocean uh china is the is the biggest uh uh contributor by by far um with uh it goes um let me see what's the ranking it goes china's number one with uh 8.8 .8 million metric tons that go into the ocean um indonesia is number two right? uh what's that this is specifically plastic waste, right? Plastic. Yeah, this is plastic yeah. waste. Yeah, we're just talking about plastic waste. Uh, Indonesia is number two. Philippines is number three. Vietnam is number four. Thailand is number five. And the U.S. is 20th. Um, I have a different... Is Korea chart. on that list? What's that? Uh, Korea is Korea not. On, I could not find Korea on that list. Huh. Um, they're not even in the top 10. Um, 
but they are when it comes to the, the article that we uh, that you were referring to is uh, microplastics. And uh, so Korea's rivers and uh, uh, some of the Korean rivers and, and uh, uh, oceans have some of the most uh, uh, microplastic, um, I, I believe, um, I, I'm just looking here. Uh, let's see here. Okay. As much as 990,000 tons of trash are leaked into the ocean from Korea every year. Of that, around 20% was estimated to be plastic. Um, and uh, so the researchers, um, they uh, followed the movement of some of that plastic and it goes, it will move like thousands of miles. Uh, it'll come, you know. Well, that's, the go, article, that's the article where yeah. they put like the GPS tags on it, right? Yes, right. that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was a cool article. Yeah, that was a really cool article. I'll, I'll put a link to that too. And I was just, uh, uh, I'm not going to, you know, obviously read the whole article here, but um, yeah, it, it, some of the waste traveled up to a uh, uh, thousand kilometers. Um, and uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, and some of it ends up uh, in the, uh, uh, in the, in that, that giant garbage patch in the, uh, yeah, that, the, was the, the garbage patch that was the like first, uh, that was the first name of our podcast, but we changed it to soul patch, right? Uh, Pacific garbage <laughs> good change. <laughs> yeah, good change. It, I'm glad we changed it. Uh, no, but there is a yeah. that that huge garbage patch in the Pacific. So, uh, some of it will end up uh, in there as well. And so, I mean, plastics in the ocean are something that just piss me off to no extent. Like when I was in my last dive trip down in in Indonesia. So when you said Indonesia was in the top, was that number two? Um, it doesn't really surprise me much because I was out like you know just diving or floating around one of these islands. Suddenly I look around and I see like a trash bag floating past and I was like, God damn it, a trash bag. So I go, I swim over, I grab it, I put it into the float. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do my part and take out at least a trash bag. Um, And then like, I I go back to diving and then suddenly a minute later, I look over and I see another trash bag and then a fucking cloud of trash bags just goes by me in the ocean. Like just, and I I just stopped. I was like, oh my God. I I, I just couldn't believe it. I I was just Are you sure? Are you sure those weren't uh, jellyfish? You, you know, um, the turtles were eating them. The <laughs> just same, a different species. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like for, so people, for people that haven't. Right, right, right. Yeah. For, for people that are listening that are maybe from the States or whatever, if you haven't been to Southeast Asia or like in the islands, in Indonesia or Sri Lanka, like you get these pictures on the Internet um, of the beautiful beaches and the holiday scenes and everything. It comes with a cost, man. I was in. Oh, there was a trip I made to maybe five years ago. I, it was one of these winter vacations. I didn't have anything planned or rather my plans got jettisoned. It was just a mess. I have like, you know, all these like different trips I want to do. I, I literally went, this is like literal. I went on Google earth and just kind of spun it and, and tried to go for like, you know, something. And I ended up on this little Island called Karimun Jawa off the uh, East oh. coast of Java. And uh, it was real romantic adventure trying to get there. I had to take a cargo ship, took six hours, this really cool crossing. Um, And then I got locked there. The island ran out of food due to like this, the, 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 uh, the weather, the, you know, the, the, the the oceans came up and it just, we got locked there. Um, We were rationing rice by the end, really exciting, fun trip. And the island for the most part um, experienced the people really cool the main beach they had there the sand was like equal parts blue and brown the blue is from the caps from water bottles uh, i mean just sick just straight up sick yeah. like there's not you can't you can't fix that 
Yeah. And that's, you know, there's people that are permanently living there. Like that's, that's their life. Or like um, the second time I was down in Bali, this is like 10 years ago. I'm sure it's worse now. I mean, who knows? I was in, um, I was on my way to Lombok and my first, like any flight into that region. Uh, well, this is before, what's the airport in Lombok? Not Praia, Praia. The, um, well, there's a new one. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I can't remember. But this is, be this is just before that was built. So I was flying through Bali and then you take the jumper flight over. They didn't have international. So I had a day to kill. So I went to Kuta, which anybody that knows Bali, Kuta is like, you know, the, the kind of the big town party scene. And they have a really simple surf there. Really basic uh, surf, really easy. If you want to learn how to surf, it's great. It used to be a great place to go. So I went and got a board and just jumped in for the day. And I turtled under a wave um, as I was going out. I came up and on my bald head, I got something on my head and I pull it off. I think it's like seaweed. I go like this. It's like a freaking cheese wrapper, like a craft a, a singles cheese wrapper, oh, right? Goodness. You know, and you're just like, like you're like, whatever, you know, it's oh. like murky water. It's the yeah. train, you know, whatever. So I, I, I go again, you know, um, maybe one or two more times I turtle under, I come up and I hit my head on something else. And it's like this kind of ding. And I look out, no joke, light bulb. <laughs> it was a fucking light bulb. <laughs> it's like, I have an idea. I thought, I, I thought it was, I thought you were going to say it was a bread, a bread bag. You know, I was gonna be like, you got the no. cheese wrapper and the bread bag. That, yeah. yeah. Be, be one level up. Nope. But, uh, <laughs> oh geez. Yeah. So that's depressing, man. I mean, it really does. It's, make so sad. It was, it's, it's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah. It's dark. I'm glad it didn't break on your head though. At least is there, they, Indonesia makes tough light bulbs. It seems. Yeah, well, I guess. You know, yeah. and at that moment, Ryan had an idea. So that was the... yeah. It's like I'm not going to surf here. I'm going. I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. <laughs> Get this I'm board out. back and get my bike. Yeah, when, just seeing that when when you actually see the trash, it's it, like floating in those piles like that. Yeah. It's just it, it's 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 heartbreaking. It's and and when really you and, and when you realize how long it takes for that to break down, it's just it's like well, for plastics. It's you know I mean? never it's, yeah. pretty much like yeah um i, I do have yeah, a, i do have be... stats here if you guys are wondering it just says uh according to uh nature geoscience uh, an article in 2018 uh the level of microplastics or small plastic pieces less than five millimeters long uh found in the western coastal areas of Incheon and gyeonggi ranked second in the world um and so sure. and the level of microplastics found in the southern tip of the Nakdong river was the third highest in the world so Korea's definitely got a problem when it comes to a little micro uh, microplastic. Um, which, which how much of this that? was that? That that's off the the west coast or east coast? The uh, I think it's off the. Uh, uh, wait, in, uh, Incheon is off Incheon the, is uh, Incheon the west coast. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Pretty congested area too. Yeah. I mean, that's where the, the Han River pours out too. So that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like that's where it's coming from the city. I wonder how much of this has to do, and I know this is a little bit off topic from where you're going, but just like the littering problem in Korea, I think is is a pretty big thing. And like how much people are just, just don't really take care of. I mean, it's funny how we talk about like how there's this great recycling and there is, but mm -hmm. littering is also just like a, a huge, huge, huge issue here. We were talking about, you know, ordering chicken at the park the other day. And, and I've seen some articles as well about saying it, but there's, you know, just thousands and thousands of kilos of, of waste left at the park every right. year. Right. Um, and something, and I know we don't like to, to, to shit on really anybody in, in this podcast, but something interesting that I, I found an, uh, an article about 
cleaning up the, the Korean beaches from 2016. Uh, this is a, a quote from uh, an authority from the Hyundai district. They said foreigners clean up their mess after using a public space, but Koreans seem to evade such environmental responsibility. So that's not me, Ooh. a foreigner saying that. That's a Korean <laughs> okay. authority from Hyundai Beach. Shots saying, fired, saying shots that. fired, yeah. Um, oh. and, and yeah, but I mean, there's just like, I mean, the beaches and the parks and things like that after a night, pretty much any night, you could probably go out tonight. Um, and, and although, well, with Corona, there's fewer and few people that just like hang out at the beach, but I'm sure you'd still see some. And there's probably yeah. just going to be piles of, you know, beer cans and chicken boxes and shit. Oh, it pisses out, me off, so. man. I, in my house, like right uh, in yeah. our driveway, uh, in front of our building, every day, every night, you know, people, I, I, yeah, I think it has something to do with like the uh, I, drinking. Like the, the I mean, you, you just lose yeah. the, the filter and you just like don't give a shit anymore. You're like, I'm just going to chuck this bottle. Like, like you're just going to find a little nook or cranny and you're just going to shove your garbage in there. And it and without realizing, and I mean it's I probably was guilty of it in my twenties as well. But as a forty year old, I'm like you know shaking my cane in the front yard, like ah, you kids, you oh, know yeah. what? Whippersnappers. Yeah, you know. It's yeah, when, like, when I when I go out running at night, so like I was saying in the previous podcast, I'm running these late schedules right now. So I go out running between like eleven p.m. and one a.m. and the trash trucks are coming around, and where I'm in Huam, you know, it's a popular market and there's some nightlife here. It, it's really, it is, it's concentrated around where the pubs are and things like that. Um, that's where all the trash is. And it's not that there's mm -hmm. like less traffic in the other places during the day, but yeah, it just, it's, you know, sun's down. Nobody sees what you're doing. Maybe that's why you, you throw it on the street. I think I it's, to I, I totally agree. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about uh, if no one's there to see it, you know, um, no. I will say on, on that behavior, I remember just this, when I, just this I one first time, came, you know, just uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember when I first came to Korea, noticing um, trash on the streets and being amazed at, at the army of trash pickup people that they have uh, around. Because I remember so many times I'd be out in Hongdae and I, I I pulled a couple of very late nights, waiting, taking like the first subway car home from from Hongdae. And um, I remember going out and like in the beginning of the night when you go to Hongdae at like 10, 11, 12 on beginning of the night in Korea even to one and there's just like trash piled on the streets you know there's flyers of come to this bar and there's just just the, the yeah. streets are littered then I go into a pub and I'm hanging out for a few hours and I come out and it's just about sunrise and I walk out and the streets are yeah I mean I think that's the and I remember response, just being like what, right? what is, is that they hire happened? they hire people they actually turned it into a work program like they give people right. a bag and there are people that wear a yellow vest and they just walk around and pick up all the garbage off the street in my neighborhood. So, I mean, I guess it's that's their, something that, yeah, I'm, I'm very willing to pay. My, like you were saying about how like the food waste isn't isn't profitable. Um, maybe even the recycling isn't necessarily profitable. I I'm OK for my tax money to go <laughs> to make those things profitable, you know, sub, like pay, give those companies enough money so that they are able to profit and 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 save the environment for that that's a, a worthwhile well, I, think, I think that's what's happening my, i mean that's what's but that's what's happening like i think yeah we we or the majority agrees with you kevin like right. that's why these things are being subsidized even though they're not cash positive like the end of that article i didn't think that was necessarily a a downer it was kind of like a cliffhanger what comes next will they survive like <laughs> right. yeah probably 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 because most people don't want to live in a pile of shit like yep probably <laughs> 
probably we're going to keep on subsidizing efforts to try to make the world better. Like, I don't, I don't see it going away. I'm not worried about that. I hope that they can, they can transition and be more useful um, and be more efficient with, with the the cash flow. A lot of the trash as well. Like who, Jack, did you find much about, um, so, you know, when you, when you separate your trash here, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so the trash goes into the trash bags and that gets picked up by the, the trash the garbage men that are are paid to to do that but like when i throw away my my cardboard boxes that come from all of my shipping i do when i take out my plastic container bag when i take out my my bottles bag or my cans or things like that i put those out on the street those are not picked up by employees no um, that's another kind of a sad uh uh reality is that uh, a lot of that stuff is picked up by these these uh harmonies these 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 elderly women that kind of mm. walk around with a cart and they right. they they get some money so apparently their their social security is 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 not they, in in order to uh, supplement their social security a lot of elderly people who don't have children or are estranged from their children or for whatever yeah, reason the pensionless are, yeah a pensionless, right? They're they're subsidized. They're 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 part of their income comes from collecting trash, and uh, mm. I think it's it's one of those like um, how do you I don't know how to expl- I, it's it's like a, a open secret kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like like I don't think crea- people are not talking about it, but it's it's you see it all the time. But it's just one of those things where you kind of turn put your 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 head down and you kind of don't want to have to reckon with the reality of that situation. You know, I, I think it's quite sad and depressing um, that they're, you know, uh, left to that. Um, but I, I don't know enough about it. You know, like, I, is it um, because they don't have enough to live on or are they just hustling? You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Yeah. See, see that that's, that's the spin that I've heard both ways. Yeah. I would tend to be, I would default to what you're thinking, like, or what you first suggested that it's, Mm -hmm. it's a sad scene and someone's doing it to survive, Mm -hmm. but I've heard it spun. I've, I've talked to people, I've read about it where the idea is exactly that. It's that these people do have a a survivable pension and they're doing it because they want a little more flow. Just like my, um, one of my grandfather's after he retired, you know, you know, this story, my, my father's going through right now. He retired another volunteering, you know, you got to um, work, you got to do something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've heard it spun that way, yeah. but it's a little bit different. Like thinking about like my father or my, my grandfather, or my mom, uh, volunteering at like St. Vincent de Paul, you know, sure. like, uh, this kind of thing, uh, or the food pantry, versus picking up somebody's dog shit on the side of the street yeah it's or or is that really carrying uh with your you know kind of hunched over back this yeah 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 pulling the cart that i don't see i'm like good lord yeah i I can't spin that but i yeah yeah but yeah i'm reserving ultimate judgment because i don't really know the story and that's that's exactly where i kind of land because i i I don't want to i don't want to talk out of school here because you know we we don't know yeah. the the ins and outs of it but uh yeah it's it's uh it's something that they're just you, you just i have never heard korean people really talk about it it's just kind of like yeah, a, i wonder how much yeah. you can earn by 
you know, like per kilo of plastic or per kilo of, of cardboard, things like that. Like I know that my, my in-laws, like there's some things that they don't throw out in the street because there's an, it's enough for them to be worth taking it back to the shop. So for example, like my father-in-law's soju bottles, Okay. like those have, uh, you know, those are what, like, uh, are they big one per bottle now? I don't, I don't know exactly. Um, right. But there's like a specific amount that, that each bottle is worth. And so it's worth taking, you know, saving up, you know, 10 bottles and, and taking those back to the store and getting your chum on for it. And so those, they don't take out on and just leave on the street. Whereas like the cardboard boxes, they do. So yeah. there's, I'm curious what the, the amount is just because, you know, I would feel less bad. Again, we don't know, but if it was, you know, if, if you could actually make like an okay ish income, again, if the government was subsidizing, taking out the trash by paying a couple chonwan per kilo of whatever, yeah. maybe that's not so bad if it's you know like them hustling and they're taking this huge cart of trash to the store and they they make like you know manwan for it um, if, there, if there's and, anything, and i also don't know i don't think it's very much but i don't know if there's anything i yeah, learned but also, in it Korea, could be, sorry it could ahead. also it could also oh yeah it could also be like my parents i mean they don't get paid at all yeah Oh, right. we're, right. I, I, don't, I yeah. mean, I don't think that's the situation here. Maybe, but yeah. it's possible. I mean, my parents both volunteer. They're doing it, I don't know, it's like 20 hours a week or something. And they get nothing. Right. You know, it's it's so... I mean, there are uh, there are plenty of stories of people on the internet who are like, I just went out to the beach today and cleaned the beach. Yeah, like, so it's... it's. There, there's a story, I, I, there's the, you know, every, you've heard the story of like the, 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 the elderly woman selling kimbap uh you know on the uh over ramp you know where the subway station is or whatever and she donates uh you know 150 grand to a local university when she passes away like you know what i mean you 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 cannot judge people by their you know there is a there is a sort of a a hustle spirit uh which uh, is obviously must come from post-war uh you know mentality just just like our grandparents came out of the depression with that kind of attitude, you know, or that kind of, uh, uh, you know, let's, you, you never know when the rainy day is coming. So, you know, with, let's you know, work when you can work, do what you can do, save when you can save. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting system, yeah. that the trash here. And I, I do think, I mean, again, that's one of the things that's where recycling works so well in Korea is it's so easy for, for you and I to recycle. I just take it out to the street. I, all I have to do is separate it. Exactly. And yeah, you have to separate it well and you have to separate it correctly, you know, and, and, and take off your labels and things like that. And, but all you have to do is take it out in, in the States. And it's one of the reasons I didn't recycle when I was a student um, is, is because it wasn't easy to do. Right? My, my apartment complex didn't have a big recycling bin. Um, yeah. We just had a big trash bin. And, and if I wanted to take things to recycle, like I had to take it to a recycling place, which, which I didn't have a car. That's a pain in the ass. And so well, recycling works better here. Just a la- like b- b- we're uh, we're kind of getting right to the to, to the end here, the the closing. Mm. And uh, I'm just wondering, like, uh, do you guys have a do you ever have like a, a a good find out there on the side of the road that you you were just like, I got to take this. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to upcycle this thing. You know, I'm going to uh, I, 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 I ripped a mirror off of a vanity table and mounted it in uh my living room it looks fantastic it looks uh it's the it's the best thing i ever uh uh, i've ever done diy um and uh it's very simple but it was uh it really uh uh, you know kind of made the space look larger and it kind of fit perfectly and i was 
I was proud of myself because I, I took some garbage and I made it into something uh, usable. And uh, my wife didn't hate it. So uh, that was... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what that stopped me from picking up most of the things that I see. And, and then our house is just has no space for anything. Okay. I and mean, you can see around in the background here. <laughs> we are wall yeah. to wall of things. Ryan, do you ever... We, uh, we you don't ever... have a lot of... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we don't... We... Oh, we don't have a lot of like furniture stuff. I do have a mirror that was also rescued from, from the side of the street. In my in my kitchen, very large. It's it's behind the bar, um, but uh, my girlfriend is kind of a Junkanara uh, Dangan master. Okay. Um, if there if there's anything I want to buy, I have to run it by her first because I need to know that it's like reasonable, not to reasonable to pay full price. Um, sure. Sure. Yeah. So it, it's like a sport. It's the like a used, sport around. The, the used market is becoming more, you know, more common here, I think. And and uh, yeah. uh, before it would just seem like, uh, gosh, I just some of the things people were throwing away. I was like, wow, that's looks so nice and new. But uh, I, I didn't have any space for it because, you know, I mean, I guess that's why they're throwing it away. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like things kind of hold their value a little bit better here, too. I don't know. That's hard to say. But when I buy things... I don't know. Maybe it's the same. You're living in a city of 10 million or whatever we have here. I don't yeah. know how you measure soul. The density is so high. You can just, if you put a little effort into it, you can, you can find some crazy things. Like right now to my left, I have this monitor. It's a 49 inch gaming monitor that I didn't get for gaming. This, it, the reason I got, I have this huge monitor is I wanted to have two monitors. So I told my girlfriend, Hey, I want to have an extra monitor. Uh, she said, what are you looking for? I said, well, I already had 25 inch. I said, I want another 27 inch. It's for work. I'd like to have my, my grade books up here and then, you know, my project stuff here. So um, the same thing we all have in our offices and moving into this new place last year, we didn't, I didn't have that. So I was about to buy something new and she said, well, hang on, let me look around, see what I can find. And in a matter of like a week, she finds this guy who's like, an ex drone pilot instructor that had a ton of these uh, brilliant Samsung 49 inch monitors that are less than five months old. And he's just trying to dump them. And I can get one for cheaper than the 27 inch cheap monitor. I was looking, I was like, stuff like this comes up yeah. more often here than if you're living in like Northeastern Wisconsin, just cause there's yeah. density. So if you really do want to find a deal, I mean, big urban areas are a good place to do it. I mean, that's a default, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there, there are so many deals yeah, to be people. found. I just uh, like listeners yeah. out there, if you're a Hagwon teacher or whatever, and you're looking for a sofa, go to a big apartment complex, uh, you know, pay the moving yeah. fee. You're going to find a good, good uh, sofa for free. You go on, you know, Jungo Nada and you can, uh, you can find deals there uh, all day long. It's, uh, it's amazing. Oh yeah, especially especially for anybody coming in uh, new. If you're a teacher and you're just you're landing and you don't have that that kind of setup and you're or you're stuck with like a lot of people I've heard of, you know, you get set up with an apartment or something from your employer, whether or not you're a teacher, or whatever. If you're coming here and they give you the full facility, and you don't like the mattress, um, don't go to like Shinsege and look for a full <laughs> mattress frame. Everything you're going to spend two yeah. grand. I mean, that's, that's right, right. you can't really get under that price point. But um, keep your frame 
and just, yeah, go, I mean, you can, uh, or go online and find a frame that's used and just buy the mattress. Yeah. There's a lot of workarounds. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It, it's just, it's if you just don't like your refrigerator, it, throw yeah. it away and you can get another one for a couple hundred bucks. Don't, uh, yeah. Look, look for you stuff. There's, uh, there's so many good deals here. Um, I'll tell you what, let's, uh, let's leave it there, guys. Uh, is that cool? You guys uh, feel good about yeah, this? Sounds one? good. Yeah. Um, Always can keep going, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I could go all, uh, all, all day, you know, but uh, uh, we'll say uh, we'll call it for tonight. Uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, hit the like button for the videos. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can find us on all the major platforms, uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Amazon Music. And uh, if you want to help us out, leave a review in Apple Podcasts that really, uh, I don't know, does something with the uh, algorithm and uh, uh, moves us up the rankings. And uh, that'd be great. And uh, we're still waiting for that, uh, that email. I promise to read it. Uh, the soul patch at gmail.com. Soul is spelled S-E-O-U-L. And uh, I guess we'll uh, say goodbye. Take care, fellas. And uh, we'll see you at the patch next week. Good night. Good night. Adios. All right. It's all my love, it's all my love. The quiet man, it's all my love, it's all my love. The dopamine gym, it's all my love, it's all my love, it's all my love. The brain, it's all my love, it's all my love. Hey Bobby, let the bass go.